Last week, a private nursing home in Kilkenny was judged to be so badly run, it was taken over by the HSE. It brings to three the number of homes managed by the same operator that have been forced to shut their doors over concerns at how they are being operated. The nursing home group was really kind of facing a financial crisis. You know, I've heard of situations where suppliers are chasing them over unpaid bills, suppliers are refusing to work with them anymore because they haven't been paid. And that really created this situation where in some nursing homes they effectively became untenable or unsafe really for for residents that they're supposed to be caring for. The three private residential care homes in Kilkenny, Waterford and Cork are run by Appery Living. It owns 10 care homes in total around the country. After a series of critical inspections by HICWA, the decision was made to close the three homes with the future care of the elderly residents handed over to the HSC. In terms of the wider nursing home sector, this would be very significant and pretty unusual. It's very rare that HICWA would go in and effectively order a nursing home to shut down. You know, that only happens when a facility has really reached crisis point. Irish Times reporter Jack Power has seen the damning HICWA reports that led to the closures. One um, point raised by HICWA inspectors that kind of stood out to me was the inspectors had gone into one of these nursing homes run by Apri and residents were calling for assistance, you know, pressing a, a, a bell and... You know, there was no one coming to, to help them. There was no staff coming to help them until the HICWA inspectors stepped in and, and nearly directed staff to respond to, to residents that were, were seeking assistance in the home. This is in the news from the Irish Times. I'm Bernice Harrison. Today, from financial irregularities to fire safety issues, why three nursing homes were forced to close. Jack, we used to use the term old people's homes or nursing homes. Now it's residential care homes. But I think for the purpose of this podcast, we're going to stick with nursing homes because really everybody knows what that means. So the HSE, that's the health service executive, has taken control of three Irish nursing homes, private nursing homes run by a company called Appery Living. After HICWA, inspections highlighted serious issues around staffing, conditions for residents and financial irregularities. The nursing homes affected are in Kilkenny, Waterford and Cork. So, what did the HICWA inspections uncover? The main issue the HICWA flagged with this nursing home group, which at the start of this year had 10 nursing homes that it was running. And the main issue, as I said, that they flagged was failure or shortcomings in the governance and management of the nursing homes. And that really, when you have a problem at the the top, at kind of the governance and management level, that really flows down to everything else. So, you know, as a result, the nursing home group was really kind of facing a financial crisis. You know, I've heard of situations where suppliers are chasing them over unpaid bills. Suppliers are refusing to work with them anymore because they haven't been paid. And that really created this situation where in some nursing homes, they effectively became untenable or unsafe really for for residents that they're supposed to be caring for because you had a high turnover of staff. You had maybe less experienced staff as a result coming in to the difficult situation fire safety issues that HICWA had flagged that hadn't been addressed because I assumed the nursing home group couldn't find the resources to 
fix those fire safety shortcomings and risks. And the net result was HICWA felt that it had to step in because it, it couldn't live in, in some situations. It said it couldn't live with the level of risk that had developed in some of these nursing homes due to that um, those problems with staff and staffing shortages due to the governance problems that HICWA really didn't have faith in the fitness of APRI living to run these, these three nursing homes. So when it came to the staffing issues... Does HICWA make comment on the impact staff shortages might have on residents? Yes, that's one of the main, I suppose, concerns that that HICWA will always have is how is this going to impact on your elderly resident that's living in the nursing home? And, And what they said really was that high staff turnover, staff leaving, experienced staff leaving, really impacts how a nursing home is able to function and how it's run. And that was one of their their big concerns with with some of these APRI homes that they have subsequently had to go in and close, that they couldn't be assured of the safety and the well-being of the residents due to all these issues, financial, governance, staffing issues that APRI was facing. So does HICWA have a sort of a, a quota system that there has to be X number of nurses, there has to be X number of care assistants Per resident. Is that how that works? Yeah, so HICWA will definitely have a baseline of staff in terms of a certain amount of nurses, a certain amount of, you know, kind of staff on night duty. And, you know, reading some of the documents from HICWA that we got hold of this week, one of the things they did flag was that in, say, for example, the Waterford nursing home in Ballygunner, that there was the, this was the first APRI home to be shut in September. Staffing levels were, you know, significantly below kind of baseline levels that, that HICWA had had major concerns. You know, a lot of the nurses they said that were working in the centre at the time had been employed there or working in the centre for less than 10 weeks. And, you know, other senior staff had either left or were on leave. And, and that all, I suppose, compounded to to force HICWA to act, to move, to to take over the home and, and shut it down and, and have the HSE to take over that home in the in- interim. Okay, so... The HICWA inspectors, they found serious irregularities around the finances in these nursing homes. What particular do they find? Yeah, so this really, I think, was kind of the canary in the coal mine in respect to the crisis that's facing the APRI living nursing home group. HICWA, in a series of inspections across most of the homes that APRI run, found that there was a problem with the use of residence money that effectively what APRI were doing due to financial pressures was they were using residence funds and money that they held to effectively pay for the day-to-day running of several nursing homes. And then they would top up the residence money and, and return the balance later when, when money came in from, from elsewhere. So HICWA you know, described this as a, an, an inappropriate use of residence money to the extent that, that HICWA actually referred this matter and concern to the guards who are examining this referral from from HICWA over the inappropriate use of residence money in APRI nursing homes. And I suppose we have to remember as well that these vulnerable residents, maybe some of the residents, may not have family members or close friends or whoever who can look after their finances. So they were relying on the nursing homes to look after their finances. Yeah, and another um, number of circumstances as well. Residents who had died had, had left had money in their estate or their account effectively and HICWA found that that hadn't been returned to the estate of the residents who had who had passed away. So that was another kind of point of concern for, for HICWA. 
So the HSE has since taken over the nursing homes in question, the running of the nursing homes. But that's only a, a temporary measure. So what will happen to the residents of the nursing homes that have been ordered to close? And do we have any idea of how many uh, women and men are impacted? Yeah, so I should say in terms of HICWA taking the decision to go in and and cancel the registration of a nursing home, uh, effectively to, to shut it down, you know, it, it's a very rare occurrence. In the last four years, HICWA only shut down six nursing homes, you know, separate to the APRI living group. Since September, they've shut down three of APRI's nursing homes. So what happens then is HICWA will effectively ask the HSE to step in as the provider of last resort and run the nursing home in the interim while residents can be relocated to other nursing homes or elsewhere. In most kind of these nursing homes that have been taken over by the HSE, I think roughly around kind of 50 residents have been have been living in each of them, you know, give or take. And in some of them, like say, for example, the first nursing home that HICO went into and ordered the HSE to take over in Ballygunner in Waterford, I understand at, at this point now, all of those residents have been moved to to other alternative facilities. And say, for example, in the, the nursing home in Kilkenny in Callan that uh, that the HSE went to, into on Friday, that process will probably take a number of weeks, you know, before I suppose spaces in other nursing homes can be found because it's another kind of wider issue that that space is is short at the moment in, in nursing homes across the system. And that, of course, is potentially very distressing for the residents who presumably may have been living in these homes for maybe even a number of years. Yeah, like for example, I received a message yesterday from a relative of, of somebody who, whose grandfather was in an Apri nursing home and, you know, she she was basically getting in touch with me because she was she was afraid and she was concerned about the standards of the, the nursing home run by Apri on foot of this controversy. Apri Living was running about 10 nursing homes in Ireland, caring for about 550 residents. What do we know about the other homes? Are there issues or concerns about how the others have been managed? Yeah, this is one thing, certainly, that I suppose the the eye of the story will shift to the other homes now. For example, there were some indications by HICWA and in documents from HICWA that we received that they had received information that another of the nursing homes in um, Apri Living Camp down in Kerry and the concern was on foot of information that HICWA received that they didn't have enough funding to sustain the day-to-day operations of the centre. So, you know, although that will be very concerning to relatives who have family members in there, that sounds a lot like some of the things we were hearing about the nursing homes that HICWA have since had to order to close. So it, it remains to be seen whether this will stop here or more um, nursing homes run by APRI will have to be closed by HICWA. So APRI Living, it's a commercial proposition. It's a private company. It's owned by a man called David O'Shea. He's the sole director of APRI. Uh, what do we know about him? Has he responded in any way? Presumably you have asked him for a response. Yeah, so we've you know repeatedly gone to APRI and, and David O'Shea, you know, personally, for, for comment. APRI have said kind of throughout this crisis that they're dealing with HICWA and engaging with HICWA as best as possible. And, you know, their priority is the the safety and well-being of, of residents. And they're, they're making changes and reforms around stuff like how they manage residents' money and finances. The APRI group in general really was founded by um, the Blackbee Investment Group, which is 
a firm set up by David O'Shea, who's a Cork businessman. Its ownership structure is quite opaque at the moment, APRI. A lot of other investors are involved. A lot of, as I understand it, you know, kind of foreign investors and, and, and foreign money based in other jurisdictions is involved. So around seven of the nursing homes were effectively owned by a group of investors and APRI were running the homes. And then in three situations or in three nursing homes, APRI both owned and ran the homes. So it's a quite somewhat convoluted ownership structure, as I said. David O'Shea, you know, the, the man who's the, the director of the company, both of APRI's holding company and individual companies set up for each nursing home, if that makes sense. As I said, he hasn't responded, you know, judging from the documents that we got in terms of minutes of meetings and correspondence. He is the one that HICWA, you know, are going to to say, you know, these are the concerns that we have. What are you doing to address them? Um, and so he's, I suppose, really the person who's who's in the middle of this kind of firefighting the, the controversy at the moment. But he is not speaking to the media. No, he hasn't responded. I'll continue my conversation with Jack Power after this short break. Now, Jack, unfortunately, we know that this is not just an APRI living problem, that the whole sector is in a state of flux. In October, HICWA published 50 inspection reports and found that nine facilities around the country were not compliant with regulations. And we know, we should say that we know that APRI nursing homes are included in that number. What kind of conditions were the residents living in that were highlighted as being not compliant with the regulations in other homes? Yeah, this is one thing that the nursing home sector in general and, and anyone that works in it will will tell you is there's this, I suppose, kind of constant tension between HICWA who inspect nursing homes on a range of standards. You know, that could range from governance issues, fire safety issues, um, whether the dignity and, res- and privacy of residents is being respected, conditions in terms of physical conditions, you know, cleanliness in a home. Um, issues around infection control, which obviously came to the fore during COVID. And HICWA will inspect facilities on a range of those. And often, you know, HICWA's intention is to work with a nursing home provider where if they find issues that that don't meet standards, you know, HICWA is often a pains to give them a significant degree of time to address those issues. You know, HICWA will issue warning letters. They'll have meetings with the provider to try and bring them into compliance and up to up to standard. But what we've seen across the sector is really costs have gone up significantly. The inflation has gone up, you know, things from the cost of heating to the cost of food. And I suppose both, you know, your kind of small individual nursing home, maybe run by, you know, kind of a local kind of mom and pop type operation or for, to the other end, to the big, the big groups, all of them are feeling the pinch from this increase in costs. And then at the other end, you have this high standard of regulation that that is rightly required by HICWA, where if it finds something wrong, you know, HICWA, HICWA won't let that go and and will keep raising that matter until it is addressed. And and, and that's kind of caused, you know, in respect of APRI, that, that's caused some of the, the, the current problems where HICWA have gone in and said, you know, you need to carry out significant, say, fire safety remediation works, which comes at a cost. And in some cases, APRI didn't have the funds available to, to, to make that cost. 
Well, I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying about costs being high, but I mean, it's a big money sector. People pay big money to stay in a nursing home. And there are clearly big profits to be made because this week the Irish Times reported that the pre-tax profits at the UK nursing home group owned by three Irish billionaires, uh, J.P. McManus, John Magnier and Dermot Desmond, the pre-tax profits had increased sevenfold to more than €36 million last year. Now, that's in the UK, obviously, but it really is a big money business. Yeah, this kind of speaks to a wider question of somewhat the financialization of the nursing home sector. For years, it was seen as a solid investment, particularly from, say, you know, institutional or, or overseas investors that would put money into building up these big nursing home groups. They would get a yearly return that was, you know, kind of you know, set in stone nearly for years. And so a lot of smaller nursing homes closed. A lot of them were bought over by these big kind of corporate groups. But what's been the case since last year, you know, kind of feeding on from the war in Ukraine and, as I said, other inflation costs, is that that level of profit in a lot of groups, it seems, isn't guaranteed anymore. And so while I've no doubt there are some companies that are still doing very well, a lot of nursing homes are finding it very difficult to make ends meet. You know, for example, in, in APRI, where, you know, they're amidst a financial crisis because in some cases they can't pay to meet the, the running costs of the nursing homes. And I suppose the APRI example is potentially the first time we've seen nearly the rubber meet the road on this issue where, you know, the nursing home sector has been heavily kind of privatised, particularly by, you know, these big kind of corporate groups. And now those investors, it seems, aren't getting their annual returns on investments anymore due to really high inflation in costs and how that plays out over the next year or so will be very interesting to see. Now, a lot of the issues that nursing homes face, and they're very public about this, all nursing homes, uh, is staffing issues. Why is it so difficult to staff these facilities, do you think? I think nursing homes, and particularly in the private sector, or the voluntary sector will say that they find it very difficult to compete with public sector salaries. So, you know, there's a shortage of, of nurses and healthcare staff, you know, that, that's kind of well known. And there seems to be this constant drain on, you know, private providers who employ people who will then leave and, you know, maybe take up a job in the HSE or, or somewhere else where they can get better possible benefits and, and pay and stuff like that. And that creates a real difficulty when, you know, you're losing key or senior staff, particularly when a facility is in crisis, when you really need experienced staff. Yeah, that becomes a really, really big problem for nursing homes. And in respect of APRI, one thing that Hickwa actually said was in several of the homes, you know, the only reason they hadn't gone in to shut them down was because and due to the person in charge, the, you know, the senior manager in charge of those specific nursing homes that Hickwa, I suppose, felt they could have confidence in that person despite all the challenges facing the nursing home group. But then on the, I suppose, the other side, when you lose someone like that and when they leave or hand in a notice to take up a job elsewhere, it really, I suppose, heightens concern for Hickwa that, you know, what will happen to standards in that, say, specific nursing home if this senior person leaves? And and that's a challenge across the nursing home sector, particularly for private and voluntary providers. Of the 8,000 
545 COVID-19 deaths in Ireland. More than 27%, nearly a third, were in nursing homes. Now, up to 30 care homes could face criminal investigations. That's depending on the results of a Garda inquiry into the death of a woman in a residential home during the pandemic in 2021. A file is due to be put forward to the DPP. This surely will come as another significant blow to the sector. Yeah, and I remember, you know, at the outbreak of COVID, you know, doing a lot of reporting, investigating how this virus was you know, ripping through nursing home facilities. You know, several cases where 20 or 30 residents died, you know, nearly the whole nursing home, you know, facility was infected in, in other cases. And this will really be one of the, the fallouts of, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic and crisis is is what happens there in respect to that guard investigation. I know, for example, a lot of families who lost relatives have also taken civil legal actions against nursing home providers you know, alleging uh, that there was fault on the part of the provider that potentially led to their their loved one's death and how those cases play out in the coming years will also be interesting to see. And I think we're nearly waiting for, you know, possibly a test case to to come forward to, to see how that will play out in terms of if nursing homes do pay out settlements, for example, to loved ones who lost residents who are in their facilities or if, if it goes to court and, and judgments are found against nursing homes, that, that will certainly be be one point of point of interest to a lot of people. And also as well, in a broader sense, the government is at pain's sake, it is planning to set up a COVID inquiry. I think how the virus affected the nursing home sector and what steps were taken or could have been taken will be a central plank of that public inquiry. So what next for APRI? What next for APRI? I think it remains to be seen. As I said, you know, one of their homes closed as recently as Friday. So, you know, they're not out of this storm at all by any means. It remains to be seen whether there will be some kind of effort to restructure. Uh, a chief executive who had a lot of experience in the healthcare sector was brought on at the start of this year. He handed in his notice within a matter of weeks due to concerns he had, you know, after he got his feet under the desk. So I think they're in a real crisis mode at the moment. And, you know, HICWA are watching them like a hawk. And I think it'll be very interesting to see what the next few weeks look like. Thanks very much, Jack. That's it for today. For more on this story and reports from Jack Power, subscribe at irishtimes.com forward slash subscribe. I'm Bernice Harrison. This episode was produced by Suzanne Brennan. In the news, we'll be back on Monday.